You're here on Iron Sports. We're talking to Coach Wade Phillips, uh, author of the book Son of Bum, Lessons My Dad Taught Me About Football and Life with Vic Carucci uh, from Diversion Books. Thanks a lot, Wade, for coming on uh, today's show. You bet, Aaron. So, Coach Phillips, you've coached at Oklahoma State, Kansas, Houston Oilers, New Orleans Saints, the Eagles, the Broncos, the Bills, the Falcons, the Chargers, the Cowboys, the Texans, the, Texans, the Broncos again, and the Rams. So are you really like 150 years old? I mean, it's just amazing. Like how in the world can you, how did you, I mean, you, you really, this, this, probably the great thing is that you probably are 150 years old and you somehow figured this out. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about the age, but, but uh, yeah, I've been with a lot of teams, but you know, that's what coaching is. My dad always said they two kinds of coaches, ones that have been fired and ones that are going to be fired. So. <laughs> So you grew up in Texas, and your dad, you know, Bum Phillips, was uh, was a famous high school football coach in Texas. And uh, and talk about high school football in Texas. I mean, he was on, I guess, one team, one high school team, and then he left to go to another team, and then and were like the rivals. So he coached both rivals, and he was just a legendary high school coach. And talk about growing up in that environment, and that what got you excited about football. Yeah, I mean, Texas football, you know, is big anyway, and my dad was kind of a hero as a as a coach there, he, he uh, won a lot of games, and yeah, you know, I grew up in one town that that, uh, that we had a big rivalry with the town right across the railroad track, and um, we went around went around the state. My dad coached at UTEP, and then he went back to high school coaching in high school. Went to the other town across the track uh, because he had beaten the other one, so that uh, that's why they hired him there. Wow! So when you started. To coaching with your dad at Houston and with the Saints, you coached with him for eleven years, uh, and then you actually had your son Wes coach with you for the Cowboys and the Rams. So talk about coaching with your dad and then having the, the chance to have your son actually coach with you. Yeah, it's really unique. I mean, we uh, I saw how it was, you know, uh, coaching coaching with my dad. Uh, you know, I thought that was just the greatest thing in the world, and then. Uh, because he was kind of my hero and then uh, coaching with him. And then, then I get to coach with my son and, and, uh, I, from the other perspective, you know, I was so proud of my son. So I, it, uh, it was a neat, uh, a neat experience for me. And I, I enjoyed both, both of them for sure. So I'm a huge Steeler fan. I've grown up everything. And, and those years from 76 to 80 were my formative football years and some of the greatest games ever between the Steelers and the Whalers. And you talked about it in your book, Son of a Bum, uh, but Son of Bum. But uh, you talk about in terms of, you know, what those Steeler, the, the whole aspect of the Oilers and the Steelers and the Monday night football games and Earl Campbell, just so much excitement. It really was. It was a great time in Houston. The, the town just took to our team and um of course the Steelers were at one were winning four out of six Super Bowls in that era so they were really great but we uh we actually beat them at home every year they beat us in uh in Pittsburgh and then they beat us beat us in the championship game two years in a row but it was it was a different rivalry in that it was a friendly rivalry and I say I say that because um the first year we we beat Cincinnati at the end of the year the last game of the year that put uh, the Steelers in the playoff and uh, they all they sent us uh, <laughs> they sent everybody uh, Samsonite briefcases the whole team and and all the coaches because we had beaten Cincinnati to get them in the playoffs and then they end, end out went Super Bowl so 
you know, they were kind of nice to us. And my dad was kind of guy that was friendly with everybody. He and Bradshaw hit it off, you know, in fact, he gave Terry Bradshaw a pair of boots before one of the games. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you just don't, you don't, you don't see that happen anymore for sure. So you got a chance. You you were coach. You have the record for being the coach, the head coach at six different teams. You've coached at ten on ten different teams, which is amazing. And you've been the interim coach three times. And we always talk in the, in the middle of the season. It's like, oh, people are going to make changes and they should get rid of the coach. And actually, three times you've been the inter, interim coach and stepped in that position. Uh, talk about what it's like to to be this quote interim coach because you see teams holding off and holding off, and not many people make those changes. But you you happen to be involved with it three different times. Well, it's, um, it's it's hectic because usually when you go in as your interim coach, the team's not doing very well. So uh, it's hard to change it in the middle of the season. What you try to do is just keep the players playing hard and you know do the best do the best you can, but do the best they can. Try to win some games for them. But uh, it's usually pretty well set. You go in late in the year to to try to uh, try to be an interim coach, but. Um, the head head coach, and uh, um, uh, most of those jobs I got because I had been there, you know. So it's uh, they they recognize that, and I appreciate that. We're talking to Wade Phillips, the author of Son of Bum. It's available at Amazon. I mean, this is a great time to read books if people uh, have nothing to do. I mean, his career is amazing. He talks about so many different, uh, the, all the different teams he was involved in. And your story about your first Super Bowl was great. When you were the Denver defensive coordinator and you lost to San Francisco and, and you just talked about the magnitude of the Super Bowl and how and we just had the Super Bowl down here in, in South Florida uh, last month. It seemed like forever, but it was actually just last month. So sort of talk about what right. that first Super Bowl uh, meant and what was it like? Yeah, it was uh, it, it was a bigger game than I thought it was. In fact, when I when we won it at Denver, I, I did talk about to our players about how big the Super Bowl game was because uh, you know you don't realize it. I mean, because playoff games are, are big games, and every game is a big game, but the playoffs are real big, and even the championship game is a big game. But then when you get in the Super Bowl, uh, I didn't realize it, but, I mean, the first pass of the game that we played and Elway kind of threw a bad pass, it looked like it de- deflated our whole team. <laughs> Just one play. You know, the the uh, emotions were so high and so low. You know, I mean, you just went back and forth is what I learned from that first Super Bowl. So, And I told our guys about you gotta you got to keep an even keel throughout. And, um and we did that at Denver, and actually with the Rams, we did that. Uh, we played pretty good. We lost thirteen to three, but we played pretty good on defense in that game against the Patriots. I mean, you're considered probably the greatest defensive mind, uh, I mean, at least one of the greatest of all time. Uh, just you're, and you go Thanks. through. Well, it's totally well deserved. Um, you've. Uh, <laughs> Give us a little bit. You, you in the book you spell out your philosophy on defense, but maybe in just a few you know a few seconds here, just describe in terms of what makes you know why you what what are the things that you do on your defense that has made you so successful everywhere you've coached. Well, we uh, we teach uh, our teaching progression is really good that we teach it fast, and that we can put in a defense. We I've done it what. Uh, seven times in a row I think we, we've been in the playoffs the first year that I went somewhere and uh, so our teaching progression is really good I think uh, that we can get it taught to older players or young players 
and get them to play in without making mistakes. And really, you know, the more mistakes you make, the, <laughs> the bigger chance you have of losing. So learning to win is really just controlling your mistakes. And uh, so we try to teach them, um, you know, it's a complicated game. I mean, it's not easy because the offense is so complicated. So you got you you got to you got to get it taught. They got to know what to do, and then you got to have some players that can do it, and you got to utilize their talents. And you've had the opportunity to coach some of the greatest players. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever coached players like Reggie White, Bruce Smith, J.J. Watt, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. I mean, you have the Hall of Fame that you've coached. I mean. Give us some insight into what makes these players that does elite players, you know, the, the greatest players of all time. Well, they all, they all had great ability, but but uh, I, I think there's something. It's a tremendous will that they have to to do as do their best, to be as good as they can be, and that you know that separates them from a lot of players that had great ability, uh, and and most of them or all of them are real hard workers, you know, but they had a lot of pride that they wanted to do something better than everybody else. And, uh, and I think that's the key thing that, that all those guys you mentioned and, uh, and, a, and several more that I've had that are in the hall of fame, uh, <laughs> but the, I wish I could teach it, you know, these wishes, something you could teach, but, but I think if somehow they're either born with that or they, uh, they've worked up to it, but they're, they're, they're all special that way. So you're the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys 2007 to 2010, and, and you're very complimentary towards Jerry Jones in the book. I mean, you seem to, to like have liked working with him and, and also your experience there. Uh, give us some insight into those Dallas years and, and working with Jones. Yeah, he's a, uh, he's a fun guy. I mean, number one, he, he's a fun guy to be around. He's a family guy, which you're always teaching and in football, you know, that we're a family and we want to do things, uh, you know, as a family, um, you know, fight for each other, that kind of thing. His, he, his two sons and, and daughter are both in the, um, you know, with the Cowboys and work with the Cowboys. So he's got, he's got a great family atmosphere and he brings you into his family, you know, so he treats you like one of his family, which, which I always appreciated. And the one thing is that you're talking about, you know, we talk about who's a player's coach and is it what kind of coaches are. And you were, you've been known throughout your entire career as, as a player's coach. But you've, you've been proud about that. Your father was proud about that. Talk about what it means to be a player's coach and, and how you approach that, that concept. Well, my dad always said, you know, he'd rather play for somebody he liked than somebody he didn't like. <laughs> you, know, that he, you know, and I, it made a lot of sense to me, you know, so... Uh, I think the players can like you, and if they like you, then you know they say, "Well, he's a players' coach." But the the most important thing is they respect you. They respect what you say, and uh, and that's the key behind being a players' coach. That's a good one, or a players' coach that is um, gets an undisciplined team because uh, if they like you and you and you teach them self discipline, number one, but uh, discipline, then then they are disciplined. So there's there's a concept that uh, people think, well, if he's a player's coach, that they're not disciplined, but that's not true. We're talking to Wade Phillips, author of Son of Bum, Lessons My Dad Taught Me About Football and Life, one of the greatest coaches in terms of defensive coaches in the history of the NFL. And 
when your signature year and win was when you with the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning at Denver. Uh, I was at the game. You beat Pittsburgh. That was a, a tough loss. And then you had to play New England and stop Tom Brady right after that and then beat Carolina in the Super Bowl. Talk about that Denver team and, and just finally, after all your years in coaching, uh, to get that Super Bowl championship. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great accomplishment for that team. But just like you said, the, the people we had to play to get there, to beat to get there, were were tremendous players and teams. But beating Pittsburgh and then beating Tom Brady uh, and and New England, you know, uh, that 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 in itself is a is a great accomplishment. But then we played Carolina, who had the MVP. Cam was the MVP of the league. And they they had averaged forty points a game in the playoffs, so you know that was a uh, that. But that was a great defensive team that we had, and it was you know obviously with the players that we had, Vaughn and Demarcus especially. Uh, but we had the no fly zone they called themselves with the uh, you know with with Akeem and Harris and Roby and and T J Ward and uh, those guys were great. I mean we were number one in pass defense the whole year, and we also were. Uh, gave up 3.3 per rush, which was number one in the league. So uh, that, that was one of the great defenses, maybe one of the great defenses of all time. Right, right. And and you've really faced the legendary quarterbacks. I mean, you had Manning on your team that year, but you faced him again. Talk about what makes Manning and Brady and, and even Drew, and Drew Brees so special. What do they do? I mean, you're, you're there sitting and planning and scheming against them. And talk about what makes them so special. Uh, well, they... they uh, they know the game. They know what they know what defenses are doing. They're they're great at they're great at changing things. You know, a lot of quarterbacks can just play the game and and throw the ball well and so forth. But all those guys you mentioned, if you're bringing a safety blitz, you're in trouble <laughs> because they know it. Because they change the protections. They they you know they know who to go to quickly. They 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 audible to the right play. Even you know Peyton was good at. at uh, Audible into running plays, and Tom Brady would come up and quick snap you, uh, those kind of things. So uh, Drew Brees the same way. I mean, they they all uh, a step above everybody in, as far as knowing the game, I guess, and knowing and recognizing what defenses are going to try to do. We, uh, we've been talking to Wade Phillips, Coach Wade Phillips, uh, who author of Son of a Bum, uh, Lessons My Dad Taught Me About Football and Life on, from Diversion Books. One last question, Wade. You've been coaching for many for decades and with elite defenses and they keep changing the rules and make the offenses you know so it's easier and easier and easier how have you been able to adapt after all these years and still have these elite defenses uh good players first you know uh, i've worked for a lot of good head coaches too which uh, you know i mean it's not just me i think it's a, the head coach that influences the team the most as everybody knows so uh but uh, like I say, our teaching progression is good. We we, uh, we cater to the players what they can do, and not what the scheme does. Or not the, the scheme's not the important, most important thing. The players within the scheme are, are the most important. So we we try to because when I went to uh, the Rams, you know, they said, well, they've been playing a four three, and Aaron Donald's the best three technique in the league. You know what? You know, is that going to hurt him? Well. He was defensive player of the year two years in a row with us, and I had 20 sacks, the most of any interior lineman of all time. So you you take what they do and let them do it, the great ones I'm talking about, and then you, you work around that as far as your scheme is concerned. 
I think that's the key. Well, thanks a lot, Coach. I know you're very busy, and uh, and we're definitely, if you're looking for a good book to read, Son of Bum, Lessons My Dad Taught Me About Football and Life, and uh, thanks a lot for coming on Iron Sports. I really appreciate it. You bet, Iron. I enjoyed it. Uh, check in at, at Son of Bum on Twitter and let, let me know if, uh, if you like the book or if they like the book. Well, I love the book, so all my listeners should read it. It's a great, easy read, and I read it all day on Saturday, so it was perfect, so I recommend it. But, yes, definitely, everybody, if you read it, then go on Twitter and, and, and let Wade know about the book. But uh, thank you for writing it, and it's a, great time. it's a great time to be reading a book like this. I appreciate it, Ira. Thank you. Nice interview. Very good job.